Yo, yo, yo. What it is. Welcome to Elmer's Podcast. I'm Andy. And as always, I'm here with my buddy the dude. What's up, bud? Hello, Andy. And everybody out there. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Elden Ring's podcast. Thank you. Where we, yes, hey, <laughs> it's another edition where we pick out some album recommendations for you, dig through the best of what's been released the last few months of 2019, as well as dig way back into our collections for some some old gems, some some old dogs, you could call them. He's got it right, folks. That's what we do. We. Talk about albums that we love. There's a lot of stuff out there, and we uh, look for it all the time. So we share it with you, and hopefully you'll love some of these records too. Uh, make sure and follow us on Instagram and Twitter for more al- album recommendations, and feel free to tell us what you're listening to at Album Nerds. We would very much appreciate hearing from you. That is for sure. Um, before we jump in on the first record here, I just want to mention that up on our website, as well as on Spotify, we do put out a playlist of all these tracks. So check it out. Search for Album Nerds or go to albumnerds.com and you can find it and listen to Logan. It'll be fun. Promise. Okay, let's uh, talk about some records here, man. These albums are the best around. Nobody out there can keep them down, especially with this podcast out there bringing them to you. So this album is by a band called Haunt. It's called If Icarus Could Fly. The track is If Icarus Could Fly. Let's do this. Okay, once again, the band is Haunt. The album is If Icarus Could Fly, came out in May 2019, and the track I just played was also called If Icarus Could Fly. This is some guitar-mini-filled, new wave of British heavy metal style, mystical heavy metal, from the creator of Beastmaker, Trevor William Church. He has another band. What what is Beastmaker, man? That's that's the name of another band that uh, Trevor William Church is in, the vocalist and guitar player for Haunt. What I found on their uh, Facebook page was, from the creator of Beastmaker comes the thunder and lightning to haunt the nation. It's it's straight to the point, melodic heavy metal in the tradition of bands like Judas Priest, um, some of our other favorites, uh, Angel Witch, and Diamond Head, and bands we've talked about long ago when we were featuring new wave of British heavy metal songs. And this band is from California, Fresno, I believe. Uh, it's a four-piece. They've been around since 2017. They came out with an... Uh, in that time, they've had four albums or EPs. Started in 2017, they put out a tremendous amount of music. This is a 30-minute record. The pace is so huge. It kind of makes up for the fact that they're a little samey, but I really love that this music is being made. It's being made well. It feels modern, but it also feels like classic heavy metal. And I really love these guys, and I love every one of these 30-minute records. I love it from beginning to end, but it's not epic enough for me. I'd like to see epic from these guys. What did you think? 
Yeah, it's an epic story, right? I mean, Greek mythology, yes, yes. big you know themes and dire consequences. Yeah, you want like a big, powerful record. This is this is fun. It's enjoyable. It's good. You know, it feels like one of those like torchbearer type records yes. where they're really carrying on the tradition type thing. And for that, it's it's fun. I enjoyed it. You know, is it as much exciting as like one of those Diamond Head records you listen to or the Angel Wake record? Yeah, I don't know if it's quite on par with that, but it's a, it's a strong entry in like the lineage of new wave of British heavy metal and Oh, now, now the new wave of traditional heavy metal is a thing, and I guess these guys would fall into that with some of the other bands we've talked about, like Visigoth and stuff. But mm. yeah, like I said, the volume of, uh, they're just putting out so much music, kind of like the old days, so these short records, and they have a chance for each of them to have its own flavor. hope they keep releasing these records at such a pace. It's a lot of fun. Again, that's Haunt. If Icarus Could Fly, go check it out. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Word up. All right, for my first pick here on the show, we're going to do a little bit of hippity hopping. We're talking about the artist Little Sims and her record from March 2019, uh, Gray Area. Let's jump in and play the cut effects. Whoa. All right, so this came out in March of this year. It's her third full length from the uh, British-born rapper. I was a big fan of her 2015 release, uh, Curious Tales and Trials of Persons. Uh, super ambitious, super gritty, honest, just kind of a very serious approach to rap music, which I appreciate. You know, she's really taking the genre to be uh, an art form, and she's got a clear message, and she's trying to get it out there. Uh, I kind of slept on this record. I didn't really hear much about it um, until the last few months, and now, like, wow, I just it was too good, too good not to bring up. Talk about the features in a second, but I want to get your your thoughts, man. What did you What did you think on this record? Very rapish, like it was. <laughs> I would say it was rap music. Uh, very interesting. I mean, you know, you expose me to new stuff. It's it's not something I'm probably going to listen to as I'm not a huge fan of the genre. But, yeah, you're not a bigger rap. But it's, it's okay. It, it's okay. It, it was, I liked, I really, on that track in particular, I loved the flute loop stuff going on. So there's mm-hmm. there's some good stuff to listen to. You don't have to love it to like it. That's that's well said. Well said. Um, man, I think this record is incredibly solid start to finish. I would not be surprised to see this showing up on a lot of year-end lists at the end of 2019. Uh, there are some cool little features on this record. One of our favorite um, artists, Michael Kiwanuka, is featured on here. Just fairly on one of the last cuts. I miss that. Yeah, it's really used in like a complimentary way. It's not so much like a feature. Okay. Also, hip hop artist Little Dragon is is featured on here as well. It's kind of a, a cool little meld with their sound as well. Um, but yeah, it's man, it is a really great record. Probably one of my favorite hip hop records of the year. So I got to make sure to give it a to give it a shout out on the show. Uh, again, the record is Gray Area, and the artist is Little Sims. 
Now we're going to go a little more southern here in America. The band is Bishop Gunn. The album is Natchez. And the song is Southern Discomfort. My mind is racing and I'm ready to go And it's all out, open down In this old town that we know Where good things come around here yeah. And good things they go But when you're living out here You got no water to quench your thirst You better get it while you can get it Oh, if you want your slice, you better get there That was Bishop Gunn, a song with Southern Discomfort from the 2018 album Natchez. I believe it was March of 2018 or thereabouts. I sort of missed this one when it came out. Finally got back around to it and I'm really enjoying it. Bishop Gunn is a band out of Natchez, Mississippi. They're rooted in history and the sounds of their home in the surrounding Delta. And you can hear it. You can hear it in this album. And a lot of these songs are reflective of the town they grew up in. It's a blend of rock and roll, soul, and blues. And there's a consistency throughout the tracks. Uh, Shine, Silver Street, the final track, Alabama, is blow me away story about picking up a lady at a truck stop and she's a religious fanatic. It's it's really fun and dark, bluesy, swampy. It's like a Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jeff Healy band, kind of like if you're watching the movie uh, Roadhouse, they'd be playing They'd be playing there, you know. Just watched that movie recently. Andy, what were your thoughts on Bishop Gunn? No, it's funny to say that because like, this is like total, what I would say, like jukebox rock type music, you know, something you would hear in a dive bar. It would fit in perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good, easy rock record. It it sounds it sounds good. I enjoyed it. It's weirdly enough, like you know, there's some for the most part, it's pretty rocking, mm-hmm. except for maybe like four or five songs are a little bit slower, and those are my favorites, honestly. Um, a track like "Devil Is a Woman" or the last oh yeah, I love that one. Or the last track you mentioned there, Alabama, with, uh, the storytelling songs or probably the standouts in my opinion, but. Uh, it's a good record. I definitely would recommend it for fans of the genre. And it is so me. Uh, there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so please do check it out. They're touring with the Marcus King Band, who we've talked about on the show before. Uh, Loved their album, uh, I think, in 2017. They have a new one out this year that we might talk about on a future show. So anyway, go check out Bishop Gunn. The album is Natchez. It's a real hoot. Yeah. All right. So for my second pick here, we're going to do something totally different, <laughs> as we usually do on the show. Talking about Toro Yuma and his latest record, Outer Peace. Uh, we're going to play one of the opening first cuts here because it's called Freelance. <laughs> Smells like leaves You don't know that you're rusting up along so much And then get left alone Left alone Cloud hidden and my whereabouts unknown Casadero got me wearing all come out Decked in I had to talk Down for whatever 
All right, so this came out in January 2019. It's his Toro Yuwa 6th studio record. Uh, he largely works in like that down-tempo chill wave, if you will. Of course. Uh, genre. <laughs> chill wave. <laughs> sure. There you go. <laughs> Lately, he's been a little bit more chill and a little less dancey. And this record sees a return to that sort of like larger club sound which i am a fan of i really enjoy the more dancey tracks on this record uh, it's kind of like a disco vibe you could say a little throwback sound to it personally i think he's at his best when he's a little bit more upbeat the lyrics in general all all, all delivered by him and he tastes this kind of like tongue-in-cheek sort of over dramatic silly seriousness to all his vocals. It's just kind of his personality, I get the impression. I find it charming. You know, he talks about a lot of seemingly inconsequential problems that he has and and how he tries to deal with them, which I you know, that sort of quirky sensibility which I share. So um yeah, I you know I wouldn't say this record is five stars, hundred percent. You know, there's a few downs, I guess you could say. Um but the tracks that are good I think are really good. So thoughts man is this guy um british also that's a good question i don't think so i think he's from the u.s i don't know it it sounds very european to me um yeah Hmm. i guess it's all right it sounded like if a robot was sitting in his room writing music (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what the album cover actually is (laughs) He's sitting on an exercise ball in front of a laptop in like a studio space so yeah, it's definitely very modern in, in terms of it being very electronic and synthesized. Yes, I I needed a strobe while I was listening to it. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have a stroke. Yes, me too. Thank you for that. Thanks for jinxing me. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, obviously not for everybody, but I think if you're into this sort of like lounge club music mm-hmm. scene, this is a, a strong a strong entry in that genre. So. And the record is Outer Peace. Word up. Well, it's time to move on to some less new stuff. One might call them, I don't know, we mentioned at the top of the show, it's a very clever turn of phrase. Old dogs. That's right. It's old dogs. Coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Man's best friend in music. So one of my old dogs, an album that I have loved for a long time since 2001, and uh, let's talk about it. So it's ours. The album is Distorted Lullabies, and the track is Sometimes... that was ours the album is distorted lullabies the song is sometimes that came out in 2001 in may of 2001 actually largely composed of melodic rock songs the single that we heard sometimes found some success on mtv and and uh, modern rock radio 
it's alty alt or arty it's like arty alt rock in that radiohead muse category it came a little bit before muse became popular and i feel like this band could have if the if the dice had fallen differently or the cards had been dealt a little differently, they could have been huge. The story of the lullabies is is basically Jimmy Necco's lead singer. It's a showcase for his music, his vocal chops, his uh, songwriting uh, talents, and um, very Jeff Buckley esque baritone voice. It's just very emotional yet epic. The album has this sort of epic broadness, this grandeur to it that I really enjoyed um, back in 2001 and still today. Sometimes Dizzy is really a great track to showcase his vocal range. Fallen Souls, Misery Head, Drowning, some of my favorite tracks on the album. It was produced by Steve Lillywhite, who worked with U2 and XTC, Peter Gabriel. So, Andy, what do you think? Are you familiar with this band at all? Yeah, I think just from us talking in the past, but I do have enjoyed the things that I've heard. I would say this is like an emotional record and like the way that Jeff Buckley's music is fairly emotional, but it has like that rock edge like you'd expect from like a band like Muse, at least their early Muse records. Um, so it's enjoyable. Yeah, his vocal, his vocals, his vocals, <laughs> his vocals are uh, outstanding. He's got quite the range and there's there a lot of catchy melodies on these tracks and I would I would start to finish. It's a, it's a really solid record in this in the genre. Um, I mean, a lot of the band Cave In. If you ever listen to them, mm-hmm. similar kind of dynamics with the heavy guitar and the very uh, beautiful vocals. I guess you could say. Um, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool record. Yeah, they um they're still around. They have a very strong following, and I believe they still release albums. I don't think they stream them. I think they just like get crowdfunding and make the albums. Hmm. Cool. And I've kind of fallen off. I mean, they. this was by far my favorite of theirs. Uh, but yeah, I highly, highly recommend checking this out. I saw them live back in 2001, and they blew me away. And then the album became even more powerful for me. So please check out Ours, Distorted Lullabies. It's a hell of a record and a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff you can attempt to sing along with. Just do it in the car so no one else hears you. Because you can't do it like <laughs> Jimmy Necco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not even making it close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an embarrassment when I try. <laughs> All right. Well, for my uh, old dog pick here, I got a, an old friend that I've put on many a time. This is uh, also from 2001, weirdly enough. I'm uh, talking about the one and only record by the band Lovage. I, uh, I think it should be Lovage. <laughs> Maybe it is Lavage. It sounds <laughs> a little more appropriate. <laughs> uh, the name of the record is Music to Make Love to Your Old Lady By. And we are going to play the track Book of the Month. Right, so who is Lavage? I love it. <laughs> it's 
largely the project of Dan the Automator, who has all the production on the record. Um, the vocals are done by Mike Patton and Jennifer Charles, who is the uh, the female vocalist there. It's very much a concept record. It's, I guess you would call it like make-out music, uh, but it's done in a very tongue-in-cheek, sort of satirical way, um, which I find quite amusing. It is like a sultry vibe to the whole thing. Uh, especially uh, Miss Charles' uh, vocal delivery is is quite uh, sensual, I would say. Um, but then you have like this very gruff, like uh, Mike Patton vocals that that complement hers, makes for like a very bizarre combination. Um, I find quite amusing. It's a weird record. I'm not gonna say this is for everybody, but I do find it very interesting. It sticks very much to like that sort of campy love lounge music all the way through so if you're not into that this is probably not a good pick for you but if you can get down with that vibe this is a pretty fun record what do you think man have you heard these guys before no of course not um i've missed most mike Patton side projects over the years and it relied on people like you to tell me about tomahawk and mr bungle and this one i should have known i didn't really do a lot of research here <laughs> Obviously. Well, I listened to it and I heard what I thought sounded like Mike Patton, but I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's super <laughs> weird, but you know, it could have the right moment. Yeah, a couple of get some scotch going or something, light a fire, and trick a lady into listen this, listening to this with you, and perhaps you'll get some lavage of your own. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah, it definitely could work for that. Um, there are some really funny sketches throughout that kind of break up the mood. So you might want to take those out of the playlist. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cool record for sure. Definitely worth a listen if you're a fan of Mike Patton or Don, Dan the Automator. Uh, again, the, uh, the record is Music to Make Love to Your Old Lady By, uh, by Love It. Excellent. And I think that brings the show to an end. Um, Thank you for listening. We'd love to know what you're listening to. If you have any recommendations for us, maybe we talk about on a future show, shoot us an email at podcast at albumnerds.com. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on our website, albumnerds.com. It's a beautiful site designed by Andy himself. Hey, take all the credit here, but I did do a lot of the work. It's beautiful. So. Uh, also, you can subscribe and download the album nerds podcast in all the usual places please tell your friends to do so as well if you'd like to do the show a big big favor a solid if you will leave us a review on apple podcasts and make it a positive one make us sound cool and we will read it on the show and you will be perhaps the most famous person in the entire world remember those songs we talked about today they're on the uh, playlist that's available on spotify and our website. You can hear all those songs and hopefully you'll listen to the albums to follow. All right, we'll be back in two weeks with some more album recommendations for you then. I uh, hope you enjoy the music in the meantime. See ya. Two more weeks. See ya. Thanks for listening. <laughs>